Yo, 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 it's your girl Tosin. Welcome to Plant Path Podcast. The church up for book reviews and crucial conversations in life. <laughs> okay, alright. Today, I'm glad to introduce our guest on the show to you. Drum rolls. Po, 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 po. Our guest on the show is Olu Watterson. Mubaduade. <laughs> Now solo episode though it's been a while and I kind of miss it. Uh, so the team decided, oh let's do this. Okay, um today we are going to be talking about a book thirteen things mentally strong people don't thirteen things mentally strong people don't do. Okay, um the book has an inline Take back your power, embrace change, face your fear, and train your brain for happiness and success by Ami Morin. Um, the book is by Ami Morin. Um, first of all, this author, Ami, she has suffered very well. Let me tell you what happened to her first. So it gives you an idea of the kind of person that is writing the book. Um, um, she's a psychologist. She's a therapist, you know. She, she she does counseling and all of this therapy sessions for people but she herself she was like her mom passed passed on her mom died what happened was that one evening she just felt like seeing her mom so she went to a theater with her mom and her mom passed on like her mom went to her house she went to her own house and then by the following day they said her mom had passed on you know um you know that kind of thing that someone wasn't sick a person just passes on like that i think that's another kind of grief really um so amy's mommy's mommy mom passed on and then three years after you understand three years after her mom died um she went to the same theater she had gone to that night before with her husband and a couple of friends just to celebrate her three years anniversary and you know that kind of like she thought that she had moved on and everything. It took her time, even as a, as a therapist herself, to heal. So when she eventually did go back on her feet, by the third year anniversary, that was when she now, um, third year anniversary of her mom's death, that was when she, she now went to the place home with her husband. And then, before you know it, she went, before you know it, when she went there, she she and her husband. By the time they got to my husband, slumped, and then he died. And the other was only twenty six. Imagine how young she was when her mom even died three years earlier. And then, before you knew it, all sorts of talks in the at the hospital, and then the husband died. That's another kind of grief. You know that kind of like this one. I think she had maybe some hearts to process that person's death and it was very painful. She she took all you know that kind of thing that people tell you, take all the time in the world to heal and everything. And then before she knew it, people were her boss was asking her that was her plan, how long does she have to stay and all of those kind of things. So it wasn't easy for her. Eventually she, she remarried another person and she went on to have a beautiful life and on every uh, our first uh, on after the husband died uh, his first bed uh, posthumous birthday 
she she was already thinking of how she saved at home and cry and all of those things. And then she now asked her mother-in-law that what are they doing? Their mother-in-law was like, they are going to go skiing or something like that. That ah, that she cannot sit down with that son that died. She's an he's an adventurous person, and is she's celebrating him on his posthumous birthday. And now they've now turned it to a family tradition that literally almost like at on all his birthdays. Um, they go do something adventurous together, you know, to celebrate that wild spirit and foreign loving spirit and everything. Um, so she's married now, right? And then her husband even joins them in all of those things that they do. And for me, that's perspective. Um, we should know that time doesn't heal anything. It's how we deal with time that determines the speed of at which we heal. Time will not just come and heal, shall heal the world because time has passed. No way. Um, it's how we respond to all these changes and as things go by that we actually heal. So I would also like to say that grief is a necessary process and um, it helps to alleviate pain. There's nothing like grief is bad or anything. No, 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 no. Grief is actually absolutely good. That's just essential. If something happens, take your time to suck. Yes, take that time, take that pause. Yes, but then you have to also learn to move on. Um, she also said something profound that I wrote down here. She said, "When you, when you've healed, and um, you remember someone." The memory of that person should come with a smile and not a pang of sadness. The moment I read this and I just literally took a mental note of the people that I feel that hurt me in the past. Like the people I could remember because some people have actually just intentionally forgotten them. And I kind of did a check of the, um, when I remember this person, am I like feeling sad, feeling like have I forgiven myself or have I, you know? Just do that mental check to be sure where you are really in your healing process about something. something. Um, so yeah, pretty much. Um, and then when somebody is healing, right? When somebody is healing in this life, it's very important to note that um, the journey to healing is very personal. Um, the process is personal. People can help you here and there and all of those kind of things. But then it is still your primary responsibility to heal and to move on. Okay, so really, pretty much that is it. Thank you. Um, she dedicates this book to everyone that strives to become better today and than they, are, than they were yesterday. And I mean, this is World Mental Health Day episode. And it's good to actually dedicate this book, this episode to everyone that strives to be better today that they were yesterday remember this is the book review of 13 things mentally strong people don't do by army more guys stay with us we'll be right back welcome back on the show <laughs> it's a solo episode i'm loving it um i miss my guest today um good habits are important yes I'm sure you may be wondering how come we are, we are doing a book review that you think mentally strong people don't do and you know it's we always do do this do this do that but then i think it's actually good to actually do a 
a book review that it is in the negative because um it's good to have very good habits as the author was saying it's good to have good habits but the truth of the matter is that we are only as great as our worst habits so let me try and explain no matter how many great habits i have for instance if i have one bad habit that one bad habit can spoil every other thing let's imagine somebody that does so well everything everything nice guy loving and then maybe he now does one bad thing okay what do i consider a bad thing um see he has a bad habit yeah he's, a, he's abusive he's a talk uh, he's abusive i mean he beats his wife no matter how loving it is or how generous he is or anything that bad habit is going to ruin everything um so we're only as good as our worst habit and me i sat down and i started thinking to myself and i think we should too and uh you know what bad habit do i have and how is it impeding my progress in life um it's important to think about that yes um um, um like she was saying yes yeah, she was like we focus so hard to do things right but then we should never forget that um our bad habit may be sabotaging our efforts okay feeling mentally strong is essential to achieving our goals very important what is mental strength okay mental strength um i think it's good to do this analogy here um let's do a mental health education class <laughs> Uh, what is mental strength um it's not that people are either mentally strong or weak you know that's not what it is we all possess some degree of mental strength but there's always room for improvement mental strength is the ability to regulate our emotions to manage our thoughts to behave politely despite the circumstances that we face i should repeat that again mental strength is the ability to to is, is mental strength means continuously improving the ability to um, regulate our emotions manage our thoughts and be polite despite the circumstances that we face just as some folks are more dis, predisposed to physical strength you understand like for example if you go to the gym often like you are more likely to be stronger than the person that doesn't understand or to run faster than that person that's same thing with mental strength some things just predispose us to having a higher mental strength for example genetics okay a good instance of mental strength playing an important genetics playing an important role in mental strength is mood disorders um, very likely a child that grows up in a house that that the parents are easily irritated mood disorders it's very easy for that kind of child to pick that up um personality as well this one is essential 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 oh okay so the personality of a person and this predisposed person to mental to to some degree of mental strength then experiences in life you know as we deal as time passes and we deal with our time correctly and we heal um our mental strength you know is improved mental strength approaches 
so when we are thinking of improving our mental strength these are three things that we need to really be thinking about we need to be thinking about our thoughts our behaviors and our emotions <clears throat> so the best way to make the best decisions in life she wrote it for me i just wrote it as an inline is to choose behavior based on balanced emotions and rational thinking don't be all like that saying that says don't be all sugar or the world will suck you and don't be all vinegar or the world will spit you out you have to have a balance of both so when we are choosing our behavior balanced emotion and rational thinking should inform our behavior okay um i think men and women should hear this thing loud and clear you understand there's truth about mental strength and it's important to dispel this myth before we go into certain things our mentally strong people don't do proper okay all right so dispelling myth number one be mentally strong isn't about acting tough ah i will not mention any names i will not even mention my own name too but then be mentally strong isn't about acting tough it's about acting according to your values you understand like the moment that you know one thing i i realized is that anytime i do anything that goes against my core values and all of that or i put like inside you lower the marker that kind of thing you just come back home you just feel very just feel so much you know that nah this is not me this ain't me at all at all and that's the way it is with mental strength too like it is not about doing accent of macho or dream get tata i just say that or forming bows and okongan when you actually live according to your main values no matter how well the situation was you just stand your ground and live according to your values that is the real meaning of mental strength darling mental strength doesn't require you to ignore your emotions can we say this again babies Mental strength doesn't require you to ignore your emotions. It's about developing a keen awareness of your emotions, not ignoring them, acting like you cannot hug anybody and be doing like, mm, I am strong. <laughs> Mental strength doesn't require you to ignore your emotions. It's about interpreting and understanding how your emotions influence your thoughts and behavior thank you you don't have to next point number three you don't have to treat your body like a machine to be mentally strong <laughs> ah, i remember when i started going to the gym again <laughs> my shoulder will say you know it's not it's not about all these people being all the bush 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 relax <laughs> we will get it we will get our results it's not about treating your body like a machine when you want to rest when you have to rest please go rest <laughs> you understand um number four being mentally strong doesn't mean you have to be completely self-reliant can i say this again being mentally strong is not the same thing as being completely self-reliant actually you know 
know the way people say eh, nobody works harder than a man or a woman that doesn't want to beg other people for money we are not telling you to be begging for your 3k or, or you understand or, or 50k or 20k that's what we are saying you understand but what we are saying right here you understand is that you should learn how to ask for help it's actually a good sign when somebody knows how to ask for help and i think that men are women find it sexy in a man for you to be able to say hey, hey baby this come and help me that's the help i need right now please pray for me say the specific thing you need that's very good um it doesn't mean that you have to do everything by your own on your own no 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 it doesn't um mental strength isn't all about positivity it's all about positive feelings every time every time you should learn how to tell yourself the truth um developing mental strength isn't also about chasing happy happiness being mentally strong will help you to be more content in life but it is a, it isn't about waking up every day and trying to force yourself to feel happy it's about making decisions that will help you reach your full potential thank you very much okay so mental strength isn't just the latest pop psychology trend um mental strength isn't isn't the new thing it's not like oh nigeria we are now called the cool cat mental psychology has been since 1960 in fact i watched an, a, a series on netflix the crown oh my god it's taking me time oh, to finish watching it i mean maybe more than the average person maybe people would have finished it since <laughs> but then but then the truth of the matter is that in that movie they were talking about mental health issues even something about the royal family um british royal family the crown maybe 1930 that was in episode four or something or yes episode four like mid episode four so you can imagine yes i think the uh, the title of that is um hereditary places or something something about hereditary so mental mental health is not the new fad it's not the cool kid thing kids the, the book says it's been there since 1960 maybe as a field and all of that i mean courses are um, um, um universities abroad have been offering this course for so long um so it's not the new late, latest thing you should pay attention to it it's not what cool kids are doing now um mental strength isn't synonymous with mental health so mental health is different from mental strength you understand the benefits of mental strength uh increased resilience to stress um life satisfaction performance and all of that so there's an important thing and it's been like my life mantra daily mantra in fact i need to write it up based on the word in the house it says athletes don't become better by reading a book about sports they actually go do the sports so practice is key and king just do it just do it everything you have heard yeah are you gonna yeah just do it you feel me i feel you baby <laughs> okay all right um let me even tell you an interesting thing about reading books sometimes you are reading a book and then you go to the forward and the notes here and there you see a book that looks interesting you go there and actually write out a book that you are going to read again like in this book i wrote out a book and i'm loving it already i won't tell you the name 
I will write application <laughs> so that the podcast team can 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 maybe you know can can maybe consider us doing this episode. Okay. Number one thing mentally strong people don't do. Chapter one. It says mentally strong people don't waste time feeling sorry for themselves. Mm. Mentally strong people do not waste time feeling strong, feeling sorry for themselves. Let me read a few things. Self-pity is easily the most destructive of the non-pharmaceutical narcotics. It is addictive, gives momentary pleasure, and separates the victim from reality. That is John Gardner. Self-pity is a waste of time. It leads to more negative emotions. It can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. It prevents you from dealing with other emotions. Um, it causes you to overlook the good in your life. Ah, that one is crazy, man. It causes you to overlook the good in your life. Interferes and interferes relationships. Please, gratitude is essential. Essential in our lives. Very, 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 very essential, babies. Very essential, my darlings. Gratitude. You know, when you are grateful, you 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 you, you forget to even pity yourself. Um, okay, behaving uh, so gratitude is very essential, please. Number two, that gratitude, I was on that edition. Number two, because it makes sense to me. Number two, behave in a manner that makes it hard to feel sorry for yourself. Um, volunteer, be kind, be active, be grateful. Um, the author, Ami, also says that replace thoughts that encourage self pity. Um, give yourself the kindness that you give others you understand like exchange your sorrows for the joy of the lord <laughs> exchange replace those thoughts intentionally exchange self-pity for gratitude can you imagine i didn't even know it was written here exchange self-pity for gratitude you understand um exchange it so what's not helpful versus what is helpful um don't do the things you're not supposed to do and do the things you're supposed to do i wish you were that easy okay intentionally actually choosing these things and using them as your everyday life mantra i think that would be very useful you find them very 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 helpful um let's go on a quick commercial break remember that some remember that um mentally strong people don't do certain things and number one thing they don't do is to pity themselves they don't waste time on self people self-pity they behave in ways that is difficult to pity themselves like what i told you about amy's um mother-in-law earlier that she did not sit down and you know people will not be saying ah sorry oh this is just took her life in her hands and she continued her life even after the death of herself imagine someone that they told you the son died some months ago and on that son's bed the 26th bed they're not like as it was like oh no 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 you grow 26 years old the woman the mother is baby like that like having fun on his birthday when you even come say so you that want to come and say sorry you join in the fun and everybody's happy no no room for self-pity and all of those things so if you me you understand what i'm trying to tell you um that is one and that's very very key um second thing um mentally strong people don't do okay there's something that i prepared now 
um, is a ballot paper so i'm just going to choose it and anything i pick is going to inform the next thing we are going to talk about um out of the other two to touching uh, other things that mentally strong people don't do stay with us we'll be right back to pick the ballots and continue thank you for listening up to this point i'm sure that you are sharing this like i can't say any nice thing and not share with my friends it's a wickedness now so make sure you share with your friends and you know, your timeline everywhere whatsapp status you know on instagram share with people you know send it to people directly and let's celebrate world mental health day today um discussing this book 13 things mentally strong people don't do by army 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 we'll be right back bye yeah okay welcome back to the show now um chapter two of the book chapter two um okay before this we started recording i picked a ballot and it was chapter two as much as i didn't want us to go one two but it just happened that we've picked chapter two all over again um chapter two says that mentally strong people do not give away their power um let me read a quote here that by Dio Carnegie. i love quotes a lot he says when we hate our enemies we are giving them power over us power over our sleep power over our appetite our blood pressure our health and our happiness i think this is well succinctly put because when somebody actually when you when you give someone power you understand you are you you are are rating the person in nigerian parlance are you rating somebody are you giving them power over your life um benjamin zulu says something and let me read it out as he wrote it in the court you need to be listening to benjamin zulu on youtube on instagram free advert for benjamin zulu honest because that man has helped my perspective a lot um he says he's also a psychologist he says do not hate them back they don't deserve a place in your mind just nothing them as in just let them go just nothing them forget their existence and focus on your own Whatever gain they got from mistreating you, let them have that for now. Um, somebody took your baby, mistreated you, somebody hurt you in any way, just let them go. Let it go. Just let them, you know, just move forward with their own life. They may have taken advantage of your kindness, but they will look for it. They thought they were they thought they, you were just another person. But little did they know that people who genuinely care are very rare. They will struggle to find someone who looks out for their good just like you did and their frustration at replacing you will be your revenge. You can't afford to go away with a smile. Divine justice is on your side. Hama loves you. So pretty much just forget them, nothing them. Let's go back to the book. The author was talking about someone whose mother-in-law always had an opinion on how how she was parenting and all of those all of those and she just kept on feeling worse she always argued with her mother-in-law and one day she just snapped in her head and like why are you let why am i letting this person get uh, getting my life my emotions you know always you know always making me dread her presence why will i be doing that to myself and slowly slowly but steadily she got her life back um let me just let's sometimes we don't realize what we are doing so let's an expose empowering other people to have power over you um these are ways that you may be empowering people to have power over you 
you are feeling offended by any criticism or any negative feedback you are receiving regardless of the source and the intentions of the people involved um, other people have the ability to make you feel so angry that you say and do things that you later regret um, that's giving someone too much power man um you have changed your goals based on what other people have told you that you should be doing with your life i mean well-meaning advice is good but you shouldn't change the course of your life 360 degree because one nigga someone said something please um the type of day you're going to have depends on how other people behave oh my god so based on how somebody is behaving to me that's when i will now decide how my day is going to look oh no 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 I mean, if somebody says something, you can just ruin your, ruin your day and you part all day long. No way, baby. That's too much energy for um, powerful to give it to one person. Not possible. Um, when other people try to guilt you into doing something, you reluctantly do it even if you don't. Ah! Don't do this to yourself. I beg you. You work hard to ensure other people see you in a positive light because much of your self-worth depends on how other people perceive you. Yeah, good social capital is good, self-perception is good, but then you can't live your life based on that. Not possible, baby. Um, you spend a lot of time complaining about people and circumstances that you don't like. If you don't like it, I mean, you're not a tree. Move. You don't like a job. Move. You don't like this. Move. That's one of the things I'm learning. Move if you don't like it. They did not come DM more since then. Sorry, I didn't just say that. <laughs> they did not knock you on your head. Like, you are not <laughs> nailed there. <laughs> That's how to say it, actually. <laughs> so, move. You complain about all the things you have to do in life. And don't do it in by Why are you letting something that you have even done? You're procrastinating. Yeah, and they're procrastinating. You're procrastinating. Yeah, and they're compulsive women. Sorry, I'll pronounce it over again to be sure I was right and also to give effort in this procrastinating. You feel me? Okay. You find you had a grudge when, when someone offends you or someone has hurt you and not holding a job. Um, I'll say it to your face, man. Let's sell it out, you know, in a good way, sure, but I'll still say it either way. I cannot allow somebody to be making me feel bad. Okay, so the problem with giving away your power to other people is that other people are re- regulating your feelings, your self-worth. You, you you also don't avoid address the real problems with those because you are micromanaging them. <sighs> Tiring much. You become a victim of your circumstances. You become highly sensitive to criticism. You then that means you'll be you lack the ability to actually evaluate criticism, their source, their intentions, and you know what you can pick from them. It's not good. You ruin relationships too. And you lose sight of your goals. I mean this one eh, I can tell you for free. If you spend too much energy, you know, addressing this person that annoyed you, this person that do this, uh, at the end of the day you have no energy to work on your goals. Maybe one of my defense mechanisms these days. Um it's been a tough week, it's been a tough year. Something's happening. I just not think the people I address the issues in my mind, what I need to learn from it, what I need to do to make myself feel better and everything. If it's something I can change, bravo, I change immediately. If it's something I need time changing, I need three months, I need six months, I need to do this before I do that. You understand? I give myself that time mentally and in the in the time that I'm in that circumstance or in that situation, I mean I just I just not think that I just continue my life. It it doesn't affect me in any way. Okay, so things you should do if you feel that other people have, cl- have taken your power from you. Um, identify people that have taken your power. Identify those circumstances. Oh, your ex. 
oh your this, oh your boss, oh your mom, oh your toxic parents, oh your this, and all of those kind of things, or your friends that take that take advantage of you. Oh, this person only comes to your place when it's convenient, and this person you understand. All of those kind of things, people people that are just like using you and stuff like that. It's good to be kind, but you, these things have limits. Um, number one, that's one of one of the things you should do. Identify those things as circumstances, so you and you know what you're dealing with. Um, secondly, is that you should reframe your language. I'm just saying, my boss makes me so mad. Even if you don't like your boss's behavior, you understand. Um, not that your boss is not making you mad. Like you have the power to agitate. whatever it is that my boss is doing. He's not going to make me so agitated and so mad and, and angry or, or angry all day. It's not possible. Um, instead of saying my boyfriend left me because I'm not good enough, I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I don't see all the awesomeness in this, my boy. That's his loss, so it's his business, not mine. So, and maybe it's also something we need to learn in breakup, breakups. It takes you to tango, of course, you have something to do with it. But sometimes, like my dad will tell me, he's sorry, after analyzing the situation, talking over it here, and I'm like, sometimes we just conclude, even when we're younger, my, my sibling, it wasn't your fault. Like, you did all you could, and there was nothing. This person had a chance, a, a power of choice to actually just do well or just move mad or not do well. Let me say that properly. So yes, what I'm saying. So, I mean, no, no hard feelings about it. It's just what it really is. Um, um, instead of saying I have to invite my dealer, my in-laws over for dinner every Saturdays, I'm like, did they really force? If you tell them, sorry, we can't have dinner, or let's go eat out, or we are not available as a family, they can't kill you. You know that's the benefit of being an adult. Nobody can bury you up. You understand? You can't say what is in your mind. You understand? Respectfully and all of that. But then you can't say it. Nobody will kill you. So, think before you act. Make sure you are thinking before you act. Uh, if something is happening that is trying to like overwhelm you, sometimes someone just gets you angry and it's almost ruining your day. You can take deep breath. You can just excuse yourself from the situation. I mean, an uh, office on is really annoying. You. Go outside, take a call, or just w- take a walk around. You'll be fine. Um, distract yourself if i notice that if i'm jobless, if i'm not doing anything sometimes and i do and this devil's workshop like i take time to rest but if i feel that i um, you know i'm not so occupied and something's happening i'm t- trying to take it slow and in between this i just pick up again do something distract myself watch a movie or something don't leave my mind i do that's very important for me um um Recognize that you have a choice. Very, very important. Um, when you take up, take back your power, it's very helpful to you in every area of your life. Um, it's very helpful that, as we said before, you are using language that acknowledges your choice. I'm choosing to. I'm choosing to be in a relationship with you. You're not doing me a favor, please. I'm choosing to actually spend time with you. I'm choosing to respond to your mails. I'm choosing to this. Nobody's forcing me. In fact, these days, read the message and remove it for bread. Uh, and it's on red. Nobody can kill you, really. So you're choosing your power. You have a power over this. You're setting healthy emotional and physical boundaries with people. You are behaving proactively by making conscious choices about how you respond to others. You are taking full responsibility for how you choose to spend your time and energy. You are choosing to forgive individuals regardless of whether they seek to make amends. You are willing to examine and fair criticism examine feedback feedback and criticism without jumping into conclusions what's not helpful um feeling angry 
and resentment towards others for infringing on your rights, um, reacting to others and blaming them for your for you reacting to others and blaming them for the way you handled yourself. You are doing things you don't want to do. Then blaming blaming others to, by making you for making you do this. You are choosing to hold a grudge and anger and resentment and all of those things. So those things are not helpful to you in any way. And please stop doing it if you have been doing it. Um, let me pick. Let's pick. Let's pick. Let's pick. Okay 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 um voila <laughs> this is chapter seven that we have gone to pick this is chapter seven let me read what chapter three says um mentally strong people do not shy away from change chapter four says they do not focus on things they can't control five says they don't worry about pleasing everyone it's even impossible to please everyone it's not even have you finished feeling pleasing yourself i be if you believe in god if you have you finished pleasing god they don't fear taking calculated risks nah um mentally strong people do not dwell on the past chapter seven mentally strong people we do not dwell on the past um push push they do not dwell on the past okay um give me some time to get my notes on chapter seven oh amazing amazing yes um mariam williamson says we do not heal the past by dwelling dwell by by dwelling there we heal the past by living fully in the present um don't be stru- st- stuck in your history don't be saying that you wish you did this um you know sometimes when you are stuck in your history you're actually struggling still struggling about major regrets in your past you spend a lot of time wondering how life would have turned out to be if only you chose a slightly different path if you didn't do that course i mean some people are still angry that they did biochemistry in school instead of doing medicine and this is 30 years after that they are still struggling with that they are still unhappy with it i mean i recognize you and everything you're going through but please take yourself give yourself a chill pill you play past memories in your mind like scenes from a movie over and over again you you keep just going to the past and saying i wish you are feeling ashamed of your past i mean you have it has happened you dated somebody didn't work out before you didn't work out you already took the person to your parents it's not your fault i mean even if it was your fault it has happened it has happened you had a baby and you shouldn't have had the you didn't feel you were ready for the baby or the marriage or something all those kind of things or you shouldn't have gone to that country you shouldn't have done this it has happened you mismanage money please it has happened please can we not focus on the present now um so why people really dwell on the past um sometimes we are really afraid of moving forward and we don't know what the future holds and we just you know tend to stay in the, in the past um we dwell on the past and it distracts us from the present i mean if somebody keeps pouting they won't have to you know work on their goals and everything it's, it, it sounds like an easier thing to do um and when people miss keep on doing that they miss out on the present and then they are not because they are because they are they are still talking about the past they are not enjoying the present and then they can't plan for the future which is very bad i mean is a is a lose lose on every side um 
past also interferes with making decisions. I mean, things have happened. You met a new person now and you're still parting on what has happened. But please, can you love this person properly and continue your life? Because before you know, the person will actually leave you. You're not making good decisions. Time is going. I mean, no pressure really. But then time is going. Can you now like just love this person and just continue your life? It has, the past has happened. Eh, me, me, a, a man broke up with you. Men has come. Stop saying men has come. It has happened as happened. What lessons can you learn? Can you go for therapy? Can you do this? Can you continue your life? Do you want to read a book? Do you want to focus on your hobby for some years? Give yourself time. And what you have done, a year or two, I'm not saying. In fact, some people, two months, a month, or whatever time you take to heal, and you manage that time well. Move on with your life and please make your decision. You can't keep just holding yourself ransom to that. You can't keep romanticizing the past. It's not possible. It's bad for your physical health because you keep thinking, and then before you know it, you, you are looking... You're looking skinnier, you're not, you're looking miserable, you can't take pictures. I mean, you don't like yourself in pictures. You're looking miserable, heart attack may come in, cancer, dementia, different kind of terrible things like that. Um, thinking about the past, we also hold people back. So one thing you should do is to shift your thinking. Share, share do time to actually think about your past and think about it. And then after that time has elapsed, we aren't doing this again. End of story. Um, give yourself something else to think about. Replace those thoughts with with something else to think about. Establish your goals for the future. Um, focus on the lessons that you have learned. Very important. Think about the facts and not the emotions. What made me feel this year, she said, is okay. But what are the facts? What should I have done? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> an example keeps coming to my head i don't want to use it um what should i have done better in this situation oh this is what i'm doing okay look at it differently oh eh, eh, okay from this situation i was able to learn this at least has enriched my worldview and all and all of that make peace with your past it has happened it has happened i mean your life got slowed down for two years oh you should have done this done this is okay it has happened that happened on your story it's part of who you are now um give yourself the permission to move forward you can't if you are going to be mentally strong bro you can't keep just doing past past, past, past. you have to give yourself that permission and the peace to just move forward just move forward go ahead with your life please what's helpful reflecting on the past enough that you can learn about it is very helpful uh, moving forward in your life, even when it may be painful to do so, it may be hard, it may be easier to romanticize your past, but then moving forward in, in your life is essential. Actively working through gi- grief so that you can focus on the present and plan for the future. Oh, that has happened. What are we going to do now? Blah, 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 blah. And that's it. Thinking about negative events in terms of facts and not emotions. Then you know how it made you feel in the, mo- the moment and all of those kind of things what the, the person was calling you name maybe being abusive it's all right but then finding and and then find ways to make peace with your past whatever works for you so the person was calling you names this, 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 that stop thinking oh is my head really big am i am i really selfish am i this, this? oh the fact is that the person was emotionally abusive towards you push i'm making a decision to leave this marriage because i have to i'm making a decision to leave this job because it's bad for me full stop end of story it's just the fact it's okay no problem move on what's not helpful trying to pretend the past did not happen no it has already happened so just embrace it all the past my brother trying to prevent yourself from moving forward in life i mean why now why will you do that to yourself like when people say ah oh, you broke my heart i'm not gonna love men again uh, hello auntie what you are who 
I'm going to love men. I love men. <laughs> I'm going to love men. I'm going to love people. I mean, that one person is not going to spoil my idea about a million and one, a billion and one men over the world, over uh, all over the world. There are so many amazing people. So it's a far point. The person was all. Things do not work out well. You tried your best. I don't, even if you don't try your best, Liverpool, move on. Please. Focusing on what you've lost in life without being able to live in the present. That's very bad. You play painful events in your mind repeatedly and focusing on how you felt during them. Trying to undo the past and make up for your past mistake. I mean, God have happened. So you now want to die in the marriage. You now want to stay in the marriage. So that people will not say that uh, you broke up. Oh, shh. Stop it. Stop it, man. Okay, chapter 8 says they don't make the same mistakes all over. All over. John Paul says the only real mistake is the one from which we learn nothing. So, I mean, that happened. It will be foolish to, for you to happen again. <laughs> Uh, so in that instance, I ensure that you are acknowledging responsibility for for pe- for each mistake you make. You have a written plan to prevent the mistake from happening again. Sometimes, eh, if one thing I've learned, thinking you know something and everything is not helpful. Write it down, even if it's bullet points. Uh, when I'm in a relationship, I make sure my spouse is working. When I'm in a relationship, I make sure that my spouse is actually taking care of me, and I'm not footing the bills alone. When I'm in a relationship, I'll make sure this, this, this thing is happening. You know, those kind of things, Sha. Or when I'm in a job, I'll make sure that not one, only one person is doing the interview so that I'm not in a toxic, um, terrible environment where only one person makes a decision. You grab those kind of things that I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Um, identify triggers and warnings of past behavior happen. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like, it's girls that have bomb of them chasing. Or a store that can answer that is landing me in this trouble. <laughs> and then you're practicing self-discipline strategies. What's not helpful, making excuses or refusing to examine your role in the outcome of your life is not helpful. Responding impulsively without thinking about alternatives, not helpful. Putting yourself in situations where you're likely to fail, not helpful. Assuming you can only resist temptation or decide you are doomed to keep repeating your mistakes. Not helpful. Chapter 9 says that mentally strong people don't resent other people's successes. Um, like what Nelson Mandela says, um, um, feeling bad for somebody, like being angry for another person's work or something like that. It's like drinking medicine for another person's poison and expecting the person to feel it. You grab. It's not possible. They don't get mentally strong people don't give up after the first failure. I mean, failure is an essential part of life. I just want to run through everything before we close. Um mentally strong people do not fear alone time. All man's misery are derived by not being able to sit quietly in a room alone blaze pascal i mean a lot of things we will do is because we cannot sit alone what's helpful let me go to session i think you will help me learning how to appreciate silence just stay in your house be quiet taking a few minutes every day to be alone with your thoughts very helpful scheduling a day with yourself at least one time a month i remember pastor Podge was saying something like this that you can just rent a hotel room only you 
pray, meditate, just stay there and think. I mean, do that very often. Stay alone. Learn how to meditate to quiet your mind. Um, practicing mindfulness skills to focus one tax on one tax at a time. Journaling will help you to sort out your emotions. Reflecting on your progress and goals daily. What's not helpful? Keeping background noise on at all times. I mean, I can't cope, please. That's a literally. I, I, I look forward to coming to my home. I look forward to, even if I'm traveling and I'm in a hotel room, I look forward to being on my own and being in that room. You know, just quiet. Hurrying from one activity to the next and f- focusing on constantly producing something. I mean, sometimes the most productive thing you can do is just to keep quiet and be alone. Um, filling your Katusha calendar all the time and not having alone time. I mean, it's what people call it, are running here, are running there every time. I know it's good to do social things, but please spend time alone. Multitasking. Stop doing that thing. It doesn't make sense. You are just juggling from one thing to the other. Assuming that journaling is a waste of time. No, it's not. Looking at a to-do list and judging each day's progress and how many things you have accomplished. I mean, it's important to do something, to do stuff and everything, but that you have to just balance it all. Mentally strong people, that's the that of don't feel that the world owes them anything. Don't go around saying the world owes you a living. The world owes you nothing. It was your first, eh? <laughs> the world senior you. How are you, the world doesn't owe you anything, my brothers and sisters, man. Focus on what you have to give. Recognizing areas where you believe you you are superior, where you have strength in. Behave like a team, play, team player. Give back to other people you need. Think about other people's feelings. Don't be overconfident about your abilities and yourself. Don't insist that you are much better than other people. I mean, would that comparison help? Stop keeping score about all the things you think you deserve in life. Um, don't refuse to give others because you think you don't have what you deserve. Looking out for what's best for you all the time. I have to think about other people too. Only taking your own feelings into consideration. That's not nice. Number 13. We are finally here. Mentally strong people don't expect immediate results. Napoleon Hill says practice, persistence, and perspiration make an unbeatable combination for success. Thank you for listening to this episode. Remember that this episode was it was done in celebration of World Mental Health Day, 10th, 10th of October 2022. Uh, make sure that you coach yourself. Um, to maintain your mental strength, make sure you coach yourself, you are monitoring your behavior, regulate your emotions, thinking about your thoughts. I mean, there is nothing as great as something you teach yourself. You learn from mistakes of others intentionally and you read books, you listen to podcasts and you are intentionally focusing on improving your life. I hope with these few points of mine, I'm able to help you run through 13 things mentally strong people don't do here and there. If the book um, is by Ami, so wait a minute, I want to get her name again. Ami Maureen, um, good book. You should read it if you have time to. I mean, if you don't have time to, this podcast, I am sure, has been helpful in helping you 
through these points and reflections reflections in this book um also make sure you are sharing this with your friends listen to other great episodes that we've done you know solo episodes and episodes with other people um enjoy your day take good care of yourself please take good care of yourself um see you in our next episode i mean the episode is gonna be bomb <laughs> okay see you in our episode talk to you soon bye uh. bye 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 bye